0: Hello and welcome to Dinner at Yifenes with your host Takamirano. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon with tiers starting as low as $1 per month. You can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yifenes website and a personal call out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffney sticker. And at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going towards paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. On tonight's episode, a werewolf visits an alpine resort at the recommendation of a friend and gets a lot more than he expected. A new form, a whole lot of lust, and some first-time experiences make for quite a change of pace. Featuring the author's client Seda as his werewolf self and a special guest appearance from yours truly, How the Horse. Change of Pace by How the Horse. The shuttle service bus rolled to a stop at the small terminal set incongruously amidst secluded alpine woods. Not exactly a limousine, but certainly more luxurious than a Greyhound, the climate-controlled bus with extra legroom and baggage storage dislodged its small crowd of passengers who collected their luggage from the compartment and made their way towards their destination, the front entrance of the Total Transformations Wellness Spa and Resort. One such passenger stepped off the bus, stretched, and retrieved his travel bag before walking to the main door of the spa. Approaching the front desk, he waited patiently in the short queue before speaking to the receptionist. Name and confirmation number, please, the woman behind the desk said in a pleasant, even tone. Right here, he replied, holding up his phone and displaying the receipt from his booking confirmation email. The receptionist leaned forward a bit to get a clear view of the details. Seda Wolf. Hmm. Yes, you have an entry here. Ah, yes. You're a participant in our member referral program, aren't you? Two night stay, all expenses paid. Referral compliments of bio Kowalski. Just give me a moment to process your check in and activate your room key and you'll be all set. Enjoy your stay, Mr. Wolf. And remember, this is a wear friendly resort but to review our policies and behavior guidelines to ensure an optimized visit. A short walk later and Seda had reached his suite, sliding the key card into the slot and hearing the lock pop open with a satisfying click. He ventured inside and looked around. The accommodations were simple, but comfortable. Bed with a queen-size mattress, a couple of chairs, a mini fridge stocked with a few varieties of sparkling water, a small electric stove with a tea kettle, A cupboard of cups. A sliding door opened to a small patio offering a lovely view of the nearby lake and another door opened to a bathroom with a spacious walk-in shower. Overall, a place that accomplished its goals of being pleasant, but not so distracting that guests would neglect the services offered elsewhere in the spa. Looks like I've got enough time to unpack and then head downstairs for the afternoon meal. Seda mused aloud as he checked the resort's daily schedule on his phone and set about hanging his clothes from the small rack near the bed. A little later that evening, Seda made his way down to the spa's restaurant, which was set up as a buffet. After acquiring a plate, he noticed that, as usual for a buffet, the first line was the salad bar. "'Excuse me,' he asked a server, "'can you direct me to the cold cuts? "'I usually start a meal with something a bit more substantial." The waiter smiled pleasantly. Ah, you must have had a chance to read the brochure. This is a vegetarian restaurant. Vegetarian? Seda took a half-step back in startlement. Why, yes. The waiter responded. In fact, all the food served at this resort is vegetarian, and we don't allow outside food, except in special circumstances or when medically necessary. But I thought this was a wear-friendly resort. Seda tilted his head a bit in confusion. Well, yes, but part of the purpose of this place is to give our furrier friends a change of pace. The man's smile was perhaps a bit thinner than before. If you'll excuse me, I have a table awaiting their drinks. With a resigned shrug, Seda returned to the line for the salad bar. How bad can it be? He thought to himself, forlornly piling lettuce, carrots and tomatoes onto his plate. Setting the tongs aside, he drizzled what he hoped was a palatable dressing over the lot and went to find a seat. Lifting the first forkful to his mouth, he sighed and forced himself to take a bite. His eyes widened. The salad was actually not as bad as he'd expected. The lettuce was crisp, the tomatoes bursting with sweet yet savory flavor, the croutons had a pleasant seasoned crunch to them before dissolving almost effervescently as he swallowed. If I have to eat a salad, at least it's a heckin' good salad. The evening passed uneventfully. eventfully. Seda took a brief tour, learning the location of the gymnasium, sauna, and heated pool. After admiring a picturesque mountain sunset from his patio, he showered, brushed his teeth, and changed into pajamas before retiring to bed, setting his phone aside. A motion-activated light sat nearby in case he had to use the bathroom during the night. He felt strangely tired and had a faint headache, probably just exhaustion from the long bus ride. A good night's sleep should help. Seda thrashed in his bed, having a nightmare of being lost in the forest. Each time he took a turn, he kept passing the same dead tree again, its withered branches blocking the light of a full moon. He turned left. He turned right. He ran straight ahead, but always returned to the same tree. Suddenly, with a noise like a rifle shot, a branch snapped, and as he watched, it fell straight for his head. Seda bolted upright. His head was no longer aching. It was throbbing as though splitting in two. Disoriented, he stumbled to his feet, only to fall back. He felt a familiar shifting sensation. His body was rearranging itself. Muscles untwining and re-knitting, skin peeling and reforming, hair thickening into fur. Shouldn't hurt this much, and it's not even a full moon yet. As the bones of his skull shifted and rearranged, his face lengthened, not into the familiar werewolf muzzle, but into something a bit narrower. The pain in his head increased as he groped about on his bed table and grabbed for his phone, trying to use the screen as a mirror. Something was breaking free from the skin of his scalp, protruding upward and outward. Horns? He had time to think, before seeing the fuzzy skin that covered them. No. Antlers? His feet, meanwhile, experienced a painful sense of pressure as his toes reformed into hooves. The base of his spine felt a strange, tingling warmth as a short tail appeared. His body continued to cover itself in fur that was a familiar color, but a different length and thickness than his usual lupine coat. As his antlers reached their full size, the velvet shed away in long, tattered strips, the underlying structure, a lurid crimson in the nightlight's faint glow. Wait, only deer shed their velvet just before a rut. As if in response to this thought, Seda immediately felt a very different sensation as his pajamas began to tint aggressively the fabric already soaking through with more than just sweat. As his frame continued to change, his pajamas stretched further, various ripping and tearing sounds reaching his newly elongated ears as his clothing fell apart around him, revealing a toned, mostly fur-covered body and a throbbing erection. His penis was already changing shape, becoming somewhat narrower and more cylindrical without the knot or pointed head he associated with his wolf form. It was also incredibly sensitive. A stray strand of velvet fell from his antlers, catching the tip of his cock and sliding down the shaft. The result was immediate. Gasping in shock, the werebuck flexed and spasmed as his balls tightened and his length clenched, spurting several ropes of thick white seed that seemed to carry the last of his human shape away with them. Exhausted and panting, he sank back against the mattress. Upon awakening shortly after sunrise, Seda shook his head groggily, trying to recall what was real and what was a dream. Shakily managing his way to the shower, he turned on the water as he looked in the bathroom mirror and froze like, well, a deer staring into headlights. So it wasn't all a dream. Bits of velvet and dried blood were still caked to his antlers and he stepped gratefully into the hot shower rinsing away the grime and carefully scrubbing his antlers clean shivering a bit as their sensitivity to the warm water immediately got him hard again before he could even reach to stroke his slender iron hard cock his knees trembled as he experienced his first orgasm from his antlers alone a few moments later He stepped out of the shower, length back in its sheath, but his body no less filled with lust, as he towed off and then stood before the full-length mirror in the bedroom, admiring his new body and taking a few photos. His antlers sported an impressive 14 points in a nearly symmetrical pattern, his long muzzle giving his face a dainty appearance that softened the masculine display of his firm pectoral muscles and abs. A sheath somewhat more discreet than his wolf forms rested atop a suitably impressive pair of balls. His legs were graceful yet powerful, and his ass was the kind that could draw looks easily, toned muscle beneath, attractive fur. (laughs) Thought you should know, his text to his friend, Bio began, this resort has had quite an interesting effect on me already. He included a few photos for emphasis, showing off just enough to confirm his new form and tease his buddy while leaving a little, a very little, to the imagination. Deciding to take advantage of the resort's clothing optional policy, he returned to the resort restaurant in the nude. Yeah, buck naked, indeed. He couldn't help punning to himself as he got in line for another helping of salad, which was suddenly far more appealing than it had been yesterday. As he crunched on crisp carrots and crackling croutons and bit into turgid tomatoes bursting with juice, he glanced around and found himself doing a double take at another buck sitting across the room. A handsome fellow with an impressive pair of antlers crowning a face staring off into the middle distance with a distracted expression, his body overall a bit bulkier and more muscular, his coloration a dark reddish hue. He was also nude and as Seda's eyes wandered over the parts of his body not hidden by the table, the other buck's eyes turned, and they locked gazes for a moment. Seda glanced away, embarrassed, but keenly aware that the stranger was sizing him up now as well. His cock started making its presence known again, and he quickly scooted closer to his own table to hide his half mast erection from view. Doing his best to focus on eating, he nearly jumped from his seat when his phone buzzed. It was a message from Bio. Hey there. Hope you're enjoying the spa so far. I checked in on the early bus yesterday, so I've had time to tour a little. Meet me out on the nature trail after breakfast if you can. There's there's some views out there that you're really not going to want to miss. Replying with an affirmative, the warebuck buck finished his meal and stood up carefully. His previous excitement having abated enough to spare him any public embarrassment, as he made his way to the door and headed for the hiking trail. The sun was not quite directly overhead when Seda reached the start of the hiking trail. Glancing around, he didn't see his friend, but he did see the handsome stag from before. As it happened, he wasn't completely naked, sporting a belt with a few small compartments and pouches that had previously been hidden from view. Looking for someone? He rumbled in a deep voice from the shade of an aspen. Oh, oh, I was just expecting to meet a friend here. Perhaps he's running a bit late. Actually, I think he's right where he's supposed to be. The larger deer stepped forward into the sunlight, chuckling. I'm not surprised you didn't recognize me. I wasn't sure how I'd recognize you at first either. But you were very helpful. He pulled his phone from one of the pouches on his belt to demonstrate, then put it back, laughing again. (laughs) the look on your face. Seda knew his human self would be blushing right now. You, you tricked me on purpose. Did, did you know I was going to end up a stag? I had a pretty good idea, he noted. It's the most typical result around here. I thought perhaps we could both use a little change of pace. Still up for that walk? Fine, Seda sighed. side. It's not like I'm not enjoying the view, after all. He paused, realizing his Freudian slip a moment too late, as Bio cocked his head to one side and winked. About an hour later, the pair reached a small clearing, hidden away on a side trail branching out from the main path. You can guess why we're really out here, I'm sure, Bio began. The start of any deer transformation almost inevitably results in a rut. We're going to need to work some of that out of our system. And this spot is a bit more private and scenic than the showers. As he turned towards Seda, Bio's arousal was clearly visible, his shaft already mostly out of his sheath. Feeling his own body react almost immediately, Seda felt conflicting impulses before taking a deep breath and deciding to just admit to Bio and himself. Yeah, I've gotten off twice since waking up like this and still feel nowhere near satisfied. Bio grinned and walked over, casually letting his own cock slide against the smaller bucks as he stepped in close. Then let's see what we can do about that. That is, if you're up for it. Seda could only nod in reply, as his friend reached down to stroke their cocks together, leaning in and wasting no time planting a kiss on him, pushing his tongue in deep. The world dissolved into a passionate, hormone-soaked haze, as the two rutting stags heightened each other's lust with a round of foreplay. Seda lay on his back, on the soft, springy grass, the occasional sound of birds, the only interruption to the silence along with the grunts and groans of two horny stags. He looked up at Bayo, the two locking eyes again. He should have felt nervous, but every fiber of his body wanted one thing, and one thing only. Go ahead. Time to show you how this is done. Bayo shifted his weight, pausing a moment to take a small bottle from one of his belt pouches. Can't be too careful even in rut, he explained before applying a generous amount of lube to his stiff, already dripping cock. You might be okay doing this, bareback, but that doesn't mean it needs to hurt. Setting the bottle carefully aside, he then started teasing Seda's hole gently with the tip, letting the smaller stag get used to the feeling of contact. He reached up to caress Seda's antlers gently, the motion helping the werebuck relax as the first half inch of bio shaft slipped inside him almost unnoticed. The stag grunted and slid a bit more of himself inside, then a little more, working gradually until his balls met Seda's ass. Feeling okay so far? Oh, f- fuck, you're you're already in, Seda groaned. Just keep going. I I don't want to stop, he said pleadingly, as Bio began moving his hips, grunting and rumbling with the effort, thrusting slowly at first, then working his way up to a faster rhythm, Seda's own length standing at full attention as he moaned and rocked beneath his friend. Gonna make this one quick. We'll need more than one round anyway, Bio grunted tersely. You want this one inside, or... No sooner had Seda gasped out an affirmative than Bayo began fucking even faster, his hips slapping against the smaller deer with a loud, lewd sound audible throughout the small clearing. Before, with a deafening bellow, he grabbed Seda's antlers and hauled himself as far inside as he possibly could, his cock clenching and throbbing before unleashing a torrential load. Seda's own link twitched and spurted ropes, coating his own chest and catching Bio in the muzzle. The big stag grinned. Next one's your turn. The rutting buck's libido recovers in no time at all, and in short order, Seda and Bio were both ready for round two. So, you want me to copy what you did, or, or what? Seda asked curiously. <laughs> I've got a better idea. Let's have you fuck me like a real stag. He laughed and tossed the loot bottle to Seda before getting on all fours. Don't tell me a former werewolf doesn't know how to fuck doggy style, he teased. Once prepared, Seda mounted from behind and wrapped his arms around Bio's chest to get a better purchase before lining up and pushing in. The big stag grunted briefly. "'Careful! You don't want to just ram it all in at once!' Properly cautioned, Sadie used what little patience he still had to start out slow. But before long, he was humping away, incapable of much thought or speech, grabbing onto Bio's antlers aggressively to leverage himself in deeper, pounding faster and faster, until, with a bellow that probably shook the leaves on the nearby trees... He slammed his length home one more time, then continued to thrust as he shot rope after rope. Bio groaned and grunted loudly as he blew his own load over the ground beneath him, the warmth filling him and the grip on his partner's antlers sending him over the edge. Couldn't have oh, done it better myself, he gasped. Might use up the whole afternoon, but oh, this is worth it. Time well spent. But I'm not, Seda replied. Think I've got two or three more loads of me at least. You're a young running stag, but if you try to run your balls dry, we'll be here all day and all night. Bio chuckled as his friend slid free and dismounted. But I'm sure we can make time for a few more lessons. The rest of the stay passed in something of a blur, and before he knew it, seda was heading to bed the night before departure he climbed into bed struggling to find a comfortable place to rest his antlers the transformation had already lasted longer than he expected no doubt reinforced by something in the food eventually he fell into a fitful dream he was back in the forest laying on the ground staring up at the sky a broken branch lay beside him His vision was blurred, and he shook his head, trying to clear it. A loud, cracking sound echoed through the forest, and branches came tumbling down to every side of him, falling away to reveal a blazingly bright full moon. He winced at the sudden light that seemed to crawl into his pores, filling him, radiating from within him, until there was nothing else left. He awoke to the sound of heavy panting, which he gradually realized was his own breathing, he sat up on the edge of his bed, sniffed the air and scented blood. His fur stood on end. A low growl escaped his throat. He glanced down. A pointed, knotted cock stood at full attention, and without thinking, he reached down to stroke it, the feeling of his paw pads familiar against the warm flesh. Before long, he found himself thrusting into his paw, grunting and groaning softly. Then he snarled, and threw his head back, howling as his climax sent spurts across the floor and painted the wall next to his bed. He felt himself over and winced, the sides of his head feeling tender for some reason. He glanced back at his bed, where a pair of shed antlers lay against the pillows. He checked out with the same receptionist the next morning, and she smiled pleasantly. Enjoy your stay, Mr. Wolfe? It may be over now but we find that our guests often take all the best things home with them she glanced at the antlers that he had elected to take home as a memento some folks mount those on the wall for a conversation piece or even have them bronzed personally i like to think memories are the best souvenirs you have a nice day and a safe trip home mr wolf he climbed onto the bus home bio was taking a different ride out but he'd be sure to keep in touch Maybe another visit to this place would be in order someday. For now, Seda was content with his temporary change of pace. And with that, we come to the end of Change of Pace by How the Horse. I'd like to give a shout out to the members of our Patreon. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna and Dimbles. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big that is for me and the podcast it's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourself I hope to continue providing entertainment and highlighting furry authors for as long as I can for our other patrons Dream Merchant Agator, Wasson Glared and Wolfie Wetfur you guys are amazing as well each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success and finally everyone who has listened to any of our episodes thank you Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to continue doing this for as long as we are willing, and people are willing to listen. Good night, and come again.